Hi, welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. And today we are talking about activators, the people in our lives that activate us. There are people who sometimes just get under our skin, whether it's a sibling or a parent or a friend, and we just feel like, oh, if that person could just do this, or if they could just see that, then that person would be so much happier and I would feel better. We'd just have a better time together. And I'm here to tell you that if you see anything is wrong, then that just means you have some fear or some limiting belief that needs to be processed. Everyone around you is acting exactly how they need to act for you. And you are being exactly who you need to be for them. And they can't create in your reality, just like you can't create in theirs. So no one can make you feel anything. Now, this is interesting because we've lived our whole lives imagining that other people make us feel one way or another. Our parents made us feel bad if we didn't get that grade that they expected from us. And that made us feel bad. But in truth, they had their own limiting beliefs about what that grade meant. And they had taught us to have certain limiting beliefs and we adopted them. We accepted that limiting belief, took it on. And then we felt bad about ourselves when we got that grade. And we believed that that meant something about us. And that's what was really happening is that we had some fear and some belief about us that that defined us in some way, that that meant something about who we are and our worthiness. And that's exactly how the system is designed. Because then in that lack of worthiness and in that place of feeling like we haven't accomplished something important, let's say in this case, a grade in a very important class in school, that is how we birth desires. We birth desires in that place of lack. And so that's super important. And that's what gets us on this trajectory in our life to be on this journey to discover who we really are. But really, we think we're on a journey to get the good grade and graduate and then go to a really awesome university so that We could get a good job and make a lot of money. But all of that is just what we think we want when what we really want is to remember who we are, that we are love and that we are limitless beings of magnificent, pure, positive love and acceptance. That is who we are. We can't ever really understand that while we're in these bodies because we have a limited perspective. But we come here to take that journey to start to discover that that's who we are. And in that discovery more and more, we learn more about who we are when we are in the non-physical because without fear, what is love without lack? What is abundance? You need to have those opposites to understand more about who you are. So it turns out that any grade you got, let's say it was a bad grade in your opinion was exactly perfect because it maybe birthed a desire to, take a different class, study harder, do something, but whatever it was, it pushed you into a direction, but no one made you feel anything. You have your own fears and limiting beliefs about yourself. And that is the only thing that impresses upon you, how your thoughts and how you feel about yourself. So bringing this back to the people around us, understanding that now in your day-to-day lives, you can start to notice when you feel activated or when you feel triggered by something and then you immediately know there's something going on here. I have some fear here. When this person calls me and says, you know what, I have this great idea of something we should do. We should go for lunch and then we should take a walk. It's just gonna be so fun. Well, that obviously doesn't activate you. Maybe you don't have any fears around that. But the second that person says, but listen, I know you don't want so-and-so to come and you know she may feel the same way, but I'm gonna invite her because she keeps asking me to hang out and I keep saying no and then start to maybe have some negative feelings. What do you mean she said that about me? Wait, why did you, did you tell her that I said something about her? Wait, I don't understand what's going on. And now suddenly there's some fear momentum happening and you get in your head and then anything you do after that moment is just an act based on an urge to control the condition. So you might say, oh wait, wait, maybe, wait, can you just hold on? Are you gonna call her? Let me text her. Let me just make sure. Maybe you can invite her after for the lunch part, maybe not the walk, maybe we should just talk or whatever it is, you start to disconnect because now you're in fear. Well, the friend that said that to you didn't make you feel that way. You think that she made you feel that way, but you actually did that to yourself because you suddenly felt a fear of rejection or a fear of unworthiness, of course, which is underneath all the things. 
Or in a more extreme example, if you have a family member that you see is blowing up relationships left and right, blowing up a marriage, talking about her kids in a certain way that's really activating her other friends, having conflict with one of your parents, having conflict with all her friends who are coming to you and saying, what is going on with your family member? And it's so easy to say, well, she's going through X, Y, and Z, and I'm, I'm compassionate towards that, but it's really out of control, and maybe we should say something, and maybe we should do something and have an intervention of some kind. But that is really only going to add more fear. She is acting in perfect accordance to what everyone around her needs, and she is a perfect vibrational match to everyone around her in this moment. And there is nothing that needs to be done to control this person. And doing that is not going to help you feel better. The best thing you can do is run into the burning building with water and add love to the situation, more acceptance. That doesn't mean you have to condone or you, you are going to have your opinions. There's really not much you can do about having opinions. But when you notice that you're making judgments, understand that you are limiting your perception of someone else, and it's just based in fear. And those judgments are unfounded because you are source and that person is source. You are limitless being of love and acceptance, and so is your family member, that it may be acting in a way that you feel activates you. But if you remember who you are, which is choosing the higher perspective, if you remember that you're here just playing roles and this is all a game and that you're not who you think you are and that person is not who he or th she thinks he or she is, that we're all playing roles because in the next go around, we're going to take on different roles. And in the non-physical, you're going to see each other again and go, oh my goodness, that was so crazy and so funny and you were trying to show me this and I didn't see that and I thought you were blowing up your whole life and I it was making me crazy but we totally bought into the illusion and the illusion is always based in fear and the truth is always based in love and so it will make you feel better if you choose to adopt that belief that everything is love everything is love that everything was born out of love to play this game and the illusion is fear and the more you get caught in the trying to control the other person change the other person, tell them what they're doing is wrong, have an intervention, control in their reality. You're just adding fear to the reality and that is buying into the illusion and that's going to make things more chaotic and more confusing. And ultimately what we really want is clarity. And clarity is in the perspective that everything is perfect, everything is right, everything is happening for you, nothing is ever happening to you. And in that clarity, breeds more perspective. And in that perspective, you start to feel good. And then feeling good, you have more clarity. And it just all has momentum in an upward spiral. Whereas the other thing of control, fear, illusion has momentum in a downward spiral. So I'm here to help facilitate more of that upward spiral thinking and perspective and clarity so that you can feel good and feel good in your life and just have a better time and have a better time with the people around you. So with that, I'd like to open it up to questions. Okay, Jackie. Um, I was super frustrated this weekend, actually, um, trying to, well, so everything you just talked about was going on. Um, um, for me right now and for the past couple of years, like my boyfriend has been like that super activating person in my life. and. I've known, and Jordan, you've seen this, um, you know, almost from day one that like, oh, this is like, this is his whole purpose in my life. Like, it's so obvious. Um, and now trying to, you know, work through these events, applying the concepts of limiting beliefs. And I find myself getting to them very quickly because it's just this it's on repeat it's just this like it just goes on over and over and then but then i get really frustrated because it's like okay all right now what like right. i'm still getting it coming to the same place like and i just find it so frustrating the frustration is completely normal because okay. in the beginning you do sort of deal with some fears that are a little not as intense and as you move on, you're dealing with deeper and deeper fears. And that's hard. 
I always call it a little bit of beginner's luck, but in the beginning, you sort of start to see the world this way and you feel better almost right away. But then when you start to get into the work, you hit a period where, again, if you're trimming the branches of the trees and you're getting to more of the tree trunks of a fear, it is frustrating because now you're not only looking at the situation and thinking, I am in fear right now, but then you're sort of frustrated with yourself. How come I can't get in back into the higher perspective? So you're upset in the situation within the relationship and then also compounding it sort of by being hard on yourself. And that also makes it exponentially more difficult when really this relationship is just a mirror for you, right? This relationship is showing you where your limiting beliefs and your fears are. Are you processing these fears at all, taking them to the page, working them out, saying out loud, this is my fear, this is what's going on, proving it false. Has that happened at all? And if not, can we do that together? Not yet, no, not really, not in that kind of systematic way. I feel, I probably am just going like, oh, here it is, it's my like feelings of unworthiness. I mean, I kind of go straight to the end. Right, by doing that, what's happening is, these manifestation events are going to start to come harder and faster and more intense because you are seeing it and you're so close to processing it. But unless you process that fear, it's going to keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And now you've basically said to your inner self, I'm here. I'm on this journey. I'm ready. Let's go. And your inner self is going, okay, well then here we go. Here we go. Wake up. It's coming back. It's coming back again. It's going to be the same thing over and over again until we process it. And so what's an example in the relationship? And by the way, everyone can relate. I can give 50 examples that happened to me this weekend as well, although they do start to get less intense. But what's one example? Um, for me, it's anything where I feel like there's a withholding or like, so it could be, you know, not spending time together like I would want to, or you know, um, usually that tends to be the issue. So it's like you want to connect in time and he's either busy or doing something else and you feel a disconnect. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And disconnection is in fear. And so whatever he's going through, if he's, let's say, not balancing his life where you feel there's a lot of focus on work or a lot of focus here or a lot of focus there, that drive is born out of lack. And there are fears that he is dealing with. He has his own limiting beliefs where you're now seeing that and feeling that because anytime someone disconnects, that's in fear. And anytime someone connects, that's in love. So you're actually putting love into the situation. You're blowing up your balloon. You're saying, I want to connect unless you're saying, I want to connect because I'm afraid we are disconnecting. And if you're doing that, then that's actually a version of control and you're just going to disconnect more as opposed to coming from total acceptance. I see that you are not wanting to connect in this way. Maybe you don't want to sit down and watch this Netflix movie with me right now. I don't feel good about that. So what I'm going to do is say out loud to you, I completely understand. That's okay. I accept you and the situation. And then you take to the page how that makes you feel and why you don't feel good. And the limiting belief, I feel if he doesn't want to spend time with me right now, that he doesn't love me. If he doesn't love me, I don't feel lovable. And that's when you get to the unworthiness. But we're just going to deal with the, when he doesn't spend time with me, I feel that he doesn't love me. Let's say that's the limiting belief. Do you have urges to control the condition? Yeah. I say to him, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of conversation where there's frustration or maybe there's resentment and maybe it comes out in other ways where he does something annoying and you say, can you not leave that light on? You know, it just starts to come out in little ways when you're feeling annoyed and frustrated and have resentment. But let's prove that limiting belief false. Number one, you do not need the love of any other person. You only need to love. You are love. That is who you are. That is who he is. You do not need anything from any other person other than to give love. 
You do not need him to be anything other than he is being for you. He is being exactly who he needs to be to get you to ask this question, to get you to write on the page, I am limitless, I am love, I am powerful, I am undefinable, I am love without the love of any other person. No one can ever really know who I am. I can barely know who I am through my own limited perspective. And I have faith that I understand and will understand at one point that this is true, that I am love, that that is the only truth. I don't need him for any of those things. He cannot take advantage of me. He cannot hurt me. I can hurt myself by what I say to myself, what my inner talk is to me and what I make it mean when he acts a certain way. So I'm going to try something. I'm just going to show him love. That may make him pull away more. If his feelings of unworthiness are so profound, then that will be a manifestation event for him. But that has nothing to do with you. And if that means he goes away, then that means he goes away. And if he goes away because you've shown him more love, then you're no longer a vibrational match. However, that is the fear a lot of the times. We're going to lose someone. We can't lose anyone. We are eternally linked to everyone. Anyone you've met, everyone you will ever meet, anyone on this call, everyone is connected eternally for all of time. So you can't lose anyone. So forget that. What's interesting is we do have fear of loss and that makes us act a certain way, but those are just urges to control the condition. What will typically happen is if you add more love to the situation and more acceptance, you will find you will get more love and acceptance in return because really you're asking yourself to give more love and acceptance to yourself. That is really what you're asking to do. So you have this limiting belief that he's showing you. Thank you. I am grateful for you. You can even write down, I am grateful for my boyfriend for ignoring me and not answering my call today. I am so grateful because now I can work through this limiting belief that I need that phone call or I need that date or I need that Saturday night to feel good about myself. I am so grateful for that. I need to remember that I am love. I'm going to call someone. I'm going to call a friend and tell that friend I love that person. I'm going to just tell him, hey, you know what? I love you. You don't want to hang out with me? Fine. I'm going to say to him what I say to my daughter, which is she says to me, I don't love you. And I say, that's okay. You don't have to love me. I love you enough for the both of us. I don't need you to love me. I love you. That's all I need to worry about. And that's all you need to think about as well. But really you need to love yourself. And so you can just remind yourself, but definitely work through these limiting beliefs and see how that works. Because it's funny, in these boot camps, they don't actually allow you sometimes to write down the limiting belief, I am unworthy. Because it's so big and so hard to prove false. The way we prove that false is that we remember that not only are we love, but we are unique expressions of love. There are no two people on the planet that has ever or will ever exist that have the same perceptions of everything. The perspectives of every person is unique. You being here is proof that you are worthy. That's all the proof you need. No one can understand what it feels like to be you and to... Nobody has had the experiences you've had in this lifetime or the eons of lifetimes that you've already had as an amoeba, as a tree, as a squirrel. This is where it gets a little weird for people. But the point is, whether you subscribe to that or not, it doesn't matter. Even if you're just taking this lifetime, nobody's had the life that you've had. Nobody can understand what it feels like to be in your shoes and your skin and your body with the people you know. That is your unique perspective. You are worthy because no one else can know what you know. And every experience you have is expansive and adds to all that is and adds to the mass consciousness. Same with him. So when you do work out these limiting beliefs, let's pare it down a little bit and get really specific. So when you do have those negative feelings, just any example, let's, I mean, I'm making up examples, but let's say it's that you, do you live together or you don't live together? Yeah. Okay. 
So let's say you haven't seen him for five days and Saturday night is rolling around and he is not making a plan for whatever reason. And you text him and say, what's the deal with this weekend? And he says, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what what's going on. I'm really busy. I have this, that, and the other, but maybe, maybe, I don't know, Sunday night, something that doesn't feel good to you. You write that down. Mm-hmm. I feel as though when he doesn't initiate making a plan with me that he does not love me. And there you go is your limiting belief. And yeah. then work. Yeah, go ahead. Ask me. Yeah. So I feel like that was exactly the pattern and sort of the triggers for like a good year. Right. I think the space that I'm in now and the loss that I am sort of wrestling with is the sort of my ideal vision for the relationship that I want to create with him and to experience. And I feel a lot of sort of grief in terms of letting that go because I see how that is limiting, you know, even though I have this beautiful vision and I really, you know, but it's, I see how it's limiting, but it still is, it is so hard to let go of. Like that is so hard to let go of. If you can, in the moment, try to find the appreciation for what you do have and who you are and the freedom and the love and the abundance that you have right now. And in that moment, if you feel good and you have clarity that this is no longer the relationship for you, then you can have faith that you have raised your vibration and you will draw a person who is a vibrational match to who you are now and who you are becoming. That what is possible for you, even in that vision that we are mourning now is so much bigger and better than even what you imagined for yourself. You're right. That is limiting. The vision you can have for yourself is always limiting because what's possible for you is everything you can have, be, and do anything you want. You are becoming a manifester. Now you can become a master manifester. But a master manifester who could create anything in that moment wouldn't because that person would be in such alignment that that person would know that everything is exactly as it's meant to be in that moment. I do understand the morning of the loss, but get excited because what is possible is so much more exciting than whatever you are mourning now. Mm -hmm. And in that fear and mourning and loss, of the possibility, the potential that's out of alignment. So if you just get yourself into alignment and as we talk about, just take whatever next step that is, it will lead you to your absolute greatest, highest happiness, most beautiful life. And you can go as fast or as slow as you want, because if you go really fast, sometimes it's uncomfortable. But if you are willing to make it a priority to feel good and get in alignment to meditate or journal until you feel better, if you can do these things and then have the inspired thought that comes in, and we've talked about whatever that means. If that means go get ice cream, then go get ice cream because maybe you'll bump into a friend and maybe that friend will say, I haven't seen you. And you know, why don't you come to my house this Saturday for this barbecue I'm having? And then you go to that barbecue, even though you don't really want to. And you know what? Your boyfriend asks you for a plan, maybe that Saturday. And you don't know if he's not committing. You say, no, this happened out of inspiration. I'm going to this barbecue. And then you meet, you know what I'm saying? You never know where the inspiration's leading, but I promise it will lead to your happiness. And you need to have faith and courage to push through the fear to do those things. So all you have to do, all you have to do, You literally have to do nothing except get into alignment and feel good and then listen for the inspiration. Then when the inspiration comes and the fear pops up, I don't want to go for ice cream. Why would I do that? I have to work. I don't have time to do that right now. I'm not five. I'm not going to do that. Also, I'm on a diet. But then you say, oh, no, that's just my ego because ice cream is neutral and is not going to do anything to my body and it's fun. And why do I have to be five to enjoy ice cream? I'm going because that was my inspired thought and see where it leads you. And it will, it will. And if you do that seriously, just wait, 
you have no idea what's coming. But I do need you to take it to the page when you have a limiting belief because that is how you're going to raise your vibration as well. You're going to process that fear, process that fear, just prove it false. And right at the top of the onion, if the middle of the onion is I am unworthy, the top of the onion is this relationship will never be what I thought it was going to be and I'm scared that I'm not going to find it. I'm afraid it's too late. I'm afraid of letting go. What if I don't find something better? Whatever it is, just name it and then remind yourself of who the fuck you are. You are limitless. You are love. You are powerful. You are confident. You are beautiful. You are magnificent. You are limitless. Do not be limited by this vision. Let it go. Let it go. Burn it in the building that is burning down. Whatever that vision is, who cares? And one of two things will happen. You will either leave the relationship or he will change. And that is exciting because let's see what happens. It can only be for your benefit. It will only be for your highest good. But if you don't process the fears, you're going to stay on this merry-go-round. And it's time to get off the merry-go-round. You can stay on it if you want, but why? You're not here because you want to stay on the merry-go-round. You're here because you're ready to run off of it and get on that roller coaster. Jax, can you go through those steps again? Those steps? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Okay. So whenever you feel fear of any kind, any sort of activation or trigger, then you take it to the page. You say, this is the event that happened. I have my daughter's surgery in a couple days and I have been terrified of her getting sick. She hasn't been sick all year. So I don't know why I was terrified about it, but I didn't cancel soccer, even though I had a feeling she was going to get sick. And she went to soccer, went to school and woke up the next morning, sick as a dog with her imminent surgery. And this is a huge manifestation event. And I am losing my mind, trying to control everything, call the other moms, see what they have, see how long it takes, calling the doctor to see, can she still have her surgery? They say, because I'm in fear, we might not be able to because, you know, anesthesia, once it kicks in, it's very hard for people to wake up if they have congestion. Now I'm freaking out that my daughter's not going to wake up from anesthesia. I take it to the page and I write, this isn't my fault. I am to blame. I let her go to the soccer class. I knew she was going to get sick. And now I'm terrified that she can't have her surgery. And I don't want to postpone it because I have been living with this fear and it's my fault I do not feel good. I am acting on urges to control the condition. I want to scream. I want to cry. I want to kill everyone. Or it could be something as simple as my dog won't stop licking his paws and it's driving me up a wall. So my dog is licking his paws. It's driving me up a wall. He won't stop licking his paws. What's the limiting belief? Well, with my dog licking his paws, it's back to I am not free because I have my kids now I got to get take care of my dog. I'm not doing enough for my dog. I am seeing this as evidence that he needs something from me. Everybody needs something from me. I am not free. So even something as simple as that. And then you say, did I act on urges to control the conditions? Yeah, I yelled at him to stop. <laughs> or no, because I know better now and I didn't say a word. And then not acting on the urges to control the condition, you've actually raised your vibration and gotten closer to alignment. And then you got to prove the limiting belief false. I am free. I am a free being. That is who I am. That is what I am. And you can find evidence in your life or evidence in someone else's. Well, Jordan has a dog and she loves it. it the licking of the paws doesn't bother her. It doesn't make her feel confined and strained and chained down to her dog. She's enjoying her puppy and they're laughing and they're running and it doesn't matter what happens to the dog's paws or it can be sometimes it doesn't bother me sometimes I think it's cute and he then wipes his eyes and I think it's amazing how he can self-care and I know that he is free and I am free and I just I am in control of my imprisonment I'm only imprisoned by my limiting beliefs and by my own uh, definitions of myself and my own existence of course I'm free guess what 
I can walk out of my house tomorrow. Would I abandon my children and my dog and my husband? Yeah, but could I do it? Absolutely, I could do it. I'm a free person. I could pack a bag, get on a plane and go anywhere. I could go to Spain and I could just bring a few hundred dollars and meet up with a realtor and find a rental. I could do that. What's stopping me from doing that? Well, my fears, but I could do it. I am free. And then I start to feel better. I start to write about how free I am and how I choose to be here because I love my children and I love my husband and I love my little dog and he's 15. I don't have a lot more time with him. And suddenly seeing his himself licking his paws is not as activating to me because I'm happy to take care of him. I'm happy that I can be here for him. I'm happy that he has faith in me and trusts me that I will provide for him, that he has this beautiful home and that he doesn't need anything else. And he's free and I'm free and I'm making a choice to be here. And the only thing I can control is my perception. So you just prove it false. And I, you can hear how I just keep going, right? You can go big, go small. I'm just giving you different examples because it's whatever works for you in that situation that you're writing about. And you write until you feel better. That's the key. It's not just an assignment. I'm not a teacher telling you what to do. You're not getting graded on this. The only thing at stake is your happiness. No big deal. So just write until your shoulders drop or you sigh. That's a big one. If you take a deep breath, your work is done. You're done. Close the computer, put the pen down, walk away. You never have to read it. You could delete it. It doesn't matter. You've done it. You've processed. You've taken that limiting belief that you have about yourself. You've proven it false. It will come up again or it won't come up again. And if it does, you're just dealing with a different facet of the same diamond. Now, if it's something bigger, like my daughter's surgery, it's going to take more work. There's going to be multiple manifestation events. And what happened was, I know this, I've been doing this work. I worked through them, I worked through them, I worked through them. Nobody was giving me a straight answer about whether or not her surgery was going to be canceled. And then finally, the day before, they said, just bring her and we'll see when she gets here. So I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning. I basically feel like I'm stealing my daughter in the night, putting her in the car to take her to the hospital. I don't know if it's happening, but this is what I do know. I do know that everything's happening for me. I do know that if I don't work through this limiting belief and this manifestation events that have been coming up that she will not have that surgery and we will go home. I know that if I find total acceptance, if I surrender, if I show love, if I understand and process my limiting beliefs, she will have the surgery and everything will be fine. I know everything will be fine because I'm on this path to self-discovery. I don't need that big of a manifestation event. I have faith in that. So I know that, but I am dealing with this freedom and control and fear about the timing of everything. And as I sat there waiting for the two hours while they were prepping her, I told myself, if I'm just trying to work the system by processing this limiting belief, but I'm, I'm not truly accepting it, but if I'm just trying to quote, accept it so that everything works out perfectly, then the surgery will not happen. I have to find acceptance for real. And I closed my eyes and I meditated and I reminded myself that whatever is happening is for my benefit. It is for my highest good. That the path of least resistance is the path you're on. Whatever happens, that is for me. If the path of least resistance for me means she doesn't have that surgery and it gets postponed a whole month and I have to live with this for another month, that that's exactly what I want to happen because that will get me to where I'm going and that is what I need to happen. And I got there and the surgery happened with her congestion and everything. And everything was mostly fine. <laughs> and it's the same thing in your relationship, by the way. Just remember it's the path of least resistance. If you are meant to have the most beautiful, epic relationship, this is the quickest way to get there. The quickest way to get there is the relationship you're in, whether that becomes that relationship or it's someone else. This is it. This actually will get you there faster. So you have to have faith that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're doing, asking the questions you're supposed to ask, not just for you, but for anyone listening, and just do the work to process the limiting beliefs. And you're saying on the other side of that, once you've sort of lifted the vibration or, or and gained clarity about 
specifically exactly. about your limiting belief and the purpose, then you're, then the inspiration will, you are in a place to better understand what this relationship is specific to relationships. Um, Cause this keeps coming up. It's like, when is, when is it time to leave or time to right? Like, is it ever time to leave or do you just commit to staying because you already committed and there's more to know for this person? You don't have to commit to staying to anyone for anything and your vision of a relationship will totally change. You do not need anyone. We have all kinds of rules about that. Marriage, you have to stay married and committed. It is way freer than that. Let it all go. All you have to do is like you said, raise your vibration, get into alignment, listen for the next inspiring thought if it's in a place where you're feeling good then you know it's inspiration and you can absolutely push past the fear that will come up inevitably and do that thing that's all you have to do and if in that moment that inspiration comes up to say i have clarity i see that this relationship is not for me but not in a fight when you are in fear and you want to disconnect and you say you know what f you and you suck i'm freaking out of here you can't treat me like this that's in fear and you're just trying to control the condition and make that person feel a certain way. That is not the time. That is not the mindset or the headspace to do that. But if you're feeling good and you have clarity, like you said, which is all we're seeking and you have the inspired thought, by the way, the inspired thought might be something that is not so grand. It may be something little like I'm going to make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then you do but you decide to toast the bread and you leave the toaster plugged in and that is your partner's biggest pet peeve and your partner comes in and sees that and shit blows up and you guys end up breaking up, then that was inspired and that's what's meant to happen. But do you see how like the making of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich would lead to that event? You know when you have a fight and sometimes it's based on absolutely nothing. You don't know where it's leading you, but all you have to worry about doing is getting into alignment as much as possible and just acting on whatever comes. And if it is big where you have clarity and you think it's time to move on, then you know that that's for you. You know, it's your inner voice talking and you can trust and have faith in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's, it's so helpful when there is, a the examples that you're giving right but also in like those steps it's like for me that really resonates because it gives me an act an action item yes 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 absolutely so first you want to describe the event what happened and how did it make you feel what were the thoughts going through your head did it activate negative or positive emotions and thoughts and did you have urges to control the conditions and if so what were they and did you act on those urges to control the conditions right the next part you want to do is identify the limiting belief and this is the belief that you have about yourself because any event that occurs that activates negative emotion is only due to some small fear that you have due to a limiting belief Once you establish what the limiting belief is, prove it false. And you can find evidence in your life or anyone else's life. And just keep writing. Keep writing until you feel better. And then can you see how this event was for your benefit and how this event is helping you shift your perspective? Can you see that? And if you can appreciate the event and accept it and understand that it was for your growth, you've done the work. How is this for my benefit? How is this for my benefit? Well, in the case of surgery, I have another surgery coming up with my son next week. And now I'm approaching it completely differently. I am being authentic to myself. I'm asking for what I need, but also having faith that will all turn out exactly how it's supposed to. I was much more at peace. I believe I grew and expanded. I believe I raised my vibration. It was for me. It taught me so much in that moment. Ali licking his paws also taught me something. When I see it and I'm not activated, I know that I'm aligned and I'm not subscribing to the idea that I'm not free. When he's licking them and I get activated, I know that again, I'm dealing with this feeling of entrapment. I need to work it out. So how is it for your benefit? 
ultimately it's just to remind you that you are love and you are limitless and you are undefinable and you are expansive and you are worthy and you are glorious there's no adjective big enough to describe who we are they're all too limiting limitless is even too limiting beings of pure positive love and acceptance get there that's the action item that's where you're trying to go then the action item is when you get the inspiration to push past the fear that comes into your head which always will it sounds very rational it could sound like i'll do it tomorrow there is no tomorrow when you get to tomorrow it's going to be today it's a hypothetical it doesn't exist that is another way of pushing away the inspiration or getting in the way of your inspiration or your ego interrupting what you're inspired to do ignore it have confidence do the thing anyway and it will lead you to where you truly want to go and you will have the abundance and the love and the money will come and the freedom and the love all of the yummy juicy things that we all are deserving of i think we'll do one more question i am so glad that natasha asked that question because i think that that can apply to so many different i mean i have had a million different events with whether it be mostly family members actually but where I find myself hung up in these situations where, and I was telling Jordan over the weekend that I just had to stop myself, you know, a week ago and just sit there because I thought, how am I supposed to respond to this, uh, you know, in with love? Because I was really, and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? What is this? So it, it, um, it resulted in me just sitting there quietly and just not saying a word, not doing anything. Cause I was just trying to think it through. And I thought, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to, you know, not that anything is wrong, but, um, you didn't want to add fear to the situation and, and make it more chaotic and feel worse and add more negative emotions and more stress. Right. And even by doing nothing, even that is growth. And even doing that raises your vibration. That is part of the work to just pause and know, notice, okay, I don't feel good. This doesn't feel good. I'm not in alignment. And you just doing that, becoming aware of these moments is such a huge leap. It doesn't maybe seem like a big deal, but it's actually epic because life is just full of those moments. And then to quickly, more you do this work then the faster the turnaround gets. That's all it does because they'll never stop happening because everyone is doing that for you to show you, to be a mirror for you of what your beliefs are. They'll never stop happening. You don't want them to stop happening because that's where all the information is. But the more perspective you have, the more clarity you have, the quicker you can get back to alignment. The quicker you can go, okay, I feel like this. I'm dealing with this limiting belief. I will process that. I'm not acting on urges to control the condition. What does this say about me? Why am I calling forth this interaction to show me where my limiting beliefs are? It's actually really cool when you start to deal with it that way. And sometimes it's harder than others. Sometimes it's easier, but you keep doing it and it's a practice. We're going to be doing it for the rest of our lives, but it gets easier and easier and easier. You could do it quicker and quicker and quicker. You'll have less and less manifestation events. They'll be less and less intense and you will find that you're happier more of the time, joyful more of the time, having a better time, going on adventures, doing fun things, having conversations with people that maybe in the past activated you, but now it's getting a little bit easier and easier and easier. And then you see that they're changing. I mentioned before we started that my parents, I had spoken to them about all of this perspective work and, and it had been a couple of manifestation events for the both of us, but it was exactly perfect because I planted seeds and maybe they weren't quite ready. And now, we are having these incredible conversations where my mom is calling me, asking me questions that apply the, to apply the perspective to things that are happening in her life. And my dad just watched something that was about channeling and about the higher perspective. He didn't know what the, it was going to be about. He had no idea, but something inspired him. Somebody put the thought into his head because we don't invent thoughts we attract thoughts so he attracted the thought to watch this random documentary and now he's part of this conversation 
And the reason that they were so open is because they saw how much I was changing around them and how much more loving and accepting and calm and more easygoing I was. And now they're a part of it and it's actually enriched in our relationship. And it's, I didn't think we could get closer, but we're getting closer and we're bonding more. And in the past, I put time limits on my parents' visits. I put time limits on everything. Like I said, I was the queen of boundaries. So we don't need boundaries. Eek. We just need to express love. So that's so exciting. And so you just keep, that doesn't mean I'm not going to have manifestation events with my parents and we're going to be doing this podcast. I'm going to live with them for a month over the summer. So it's going to be a really exciting exercise and I'll probably have them on, but it's all moving in a really positive direction and it's way easier. And it's, oh, and I'll tell you this too. I answer the phone now when it rings. I don't know if you people, <laughs> Heidi's laughing. I don't know if you people, when they call, you're like, no, you're not gonna answer the phone. <laughs> I'll call him back. I now realize that anyone who's calling you has an inspired thought to call you in that moment. And there's a reason why it's that moment. And so if, this is gonna be an interesting exercise, maybe this week, if you can answer the call when it happens, even if it's interrupting or at the absolute worst time. The thing I just told you about my dad watching that documentary, he called when I was about to start meditating. I was getting ready to come here. My daughter was going crazy. There was a lot happening. He said, is this a good time? And I said, absolutely not. It's the worst time. He has this uncanny ability to call it all the worst times, but I knew better. I picked up the phone and listen, he told me this thing about this documentary, which just came up in this conversation. You just never know. So I'll be curious if you ladies try that and bring back what happened next week. It would just be an interesting thing to try. Yeah. I love that. And fine. And, and the more energy I've, I have said this to, I think each of you individually, but the more energy I give to the way that the universe is working for me, yeah, the more the universe shows me and confirms that because <laughs> it's, I see it in your life constantly and I see it in your energy uh-huh. and I see it, you know, we have a back and forth, Jordan and I and Marco Polo and just your stream of consciousness has shifted so much because in a year ago, the stream of consciousness would be on that downward spiral because it has momentum and we all do it. Mm -hmm. And now it sticks out like a sore thumb on the thread when you see others in that spiral. And of course, no judgment coming from compassion. Everyone is where they are. And some days I'm there too. We're all there but it sticks out now. But now what I see from you is constantly on this upward spiral of enjoying and on the adventure and curious about what's happening and the people you're meeting and what you're doing. Then something happens that doesn't feel so good and there's a negative emotion, but then it's back up to like all this cool stuff that's happening and all these cool people you're meeting and all this stuff you're doing. And it's just so cool to watch and it's so exciting and it makes me feel good. Not because I, it only makes me feel good because that feels good to see someone who is in the space of love and acceptance. It just, it feels good. Hopefully someone's listening to this. They'll feel good. And if they don't feel good, then it's triggering a limiting belief and that's good too. But it's all very interesting. And that's a whole other hour about how, when you do notice that you get into alignment more, it may activate people who are in fear. You will notice the more you get into alignment, there will be people in your life that actually get more activated for a couple of reasons. One, you're dealing on a vibration that's not a match. You may be elevating your vibration if someone who is in fear is not going to feel good to that person. They may not understand now the way you're thinking about things. And the other reason is because it's a mirror for that person. It's a gift for that person to see their own fears. And if... Have you ever noticed if somebody says, um, oh my God, this is like the worst. This is, I can't, is, can you believe this is happening? This is the worst. Like I, I have ants all over my pantry and someone says, it's not a big deal. You just buy one of those little like ant sugar things in the drugstore and it'll be fine. And you're, and you're like, no, why are you, you're minimizing. You'll hear people say you're minimizing my pain. You're minimizing. This is like really, no, you don't understand. And then they get more upset because it's increasing their limiting belief of unworthiness and it's increasing their limiting belief of this thing means something about that person. Having ants in my house means that 
I am afraid of what people will think. I have I have roaches or I have whatever it is that that makes me feel like I'm not clean or someone's going to think either. I have a dirty home, right? Yeah. So you're saying it's not a big deal. You don't understand. Oh, so now I feel judged by you. So I feel like I feel rejection by you because, you know, so you see how it's just a spiral. So yes, you'll notice sometimes if you are in alignment that may activate someone who is not or it will elevate their vibration. It's up to them. Upward spiral, Jax is brilliant. I love that so much. <laughs> Upward spiral. Upward I mean, spiral, downward spiral, right. Last week was was pouring love into that balloon so that you know that you you get more clarity and more obviously more love. And I've loved that so much over the past week, just application of that or just awareness of it even. Adding love but, to the balloon, expanding it and and yeah, then you and see that, more clarity. Yeah. Yeah. And and then other people add love to their balloon, but then noticing too, sucking the air out of the balloon is when you're in fear and uh, everything gets more muddled and more fuzzy and chaotic and doesn't feel good. It's negative emotions. And you have that option. We have the choice. We have the choice in every moment. It's up to us. We just have to choose that choice of clarity, perspective every time. Sometimes we can't. And that's why we're here. <laughs> Yeah. Was that Willoughby? Mm -hmm. Hi, Willoughby. Yeah. I heard a quote this week um, that I want to share real quick because I wrote it down when I was taking my notes, but it's a, it's, um, it's a Frankel quote and it's between stimulus and response. There is a space in that space is our power to choose a response and the response lies our growth and our freedom. Ah, <laughs> I have the chills. Yes. You know how many quotes I've gotten this week? It's so funny. And, and, all of the quotes have something limiting in them, but that quote does not. It's exactly right. And by the way, your therapist will say the same thing too. It's that taking a beat when, when you're activated and when you're triggered, just taking that pause, pushing that pause button before you act. But then he takes it to the next level, which is making that choice and expanding in love and living this incredible life. You have that choice in that moment, not only not to react, but to choose love but to choose a higher perspective. So it's not only just pressing the pause button so you don't say something you'll regret, which we'll learn that you there are no regrets because everything is here to teach us something, but not only do you do that, but you're just taking that moment to choose another way of thinking about the situation. Zoom out. I love that. What a great way to close it, Jordan. This was awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for another amazing conversation. Thank you for the amazing conversation. Oh my goodness, so fun. Yeah, agreed. That was beautiful. Really beautiful. Thank you again for joining our conversation. It's always so fascinating, all the things that come out. That was super cool to really get into how activators affect us in our everyday lives. And there's a lot more to uncover and explore there. So until then, sending love.